Man, we've got a lot to introduce tonight. We've got a brand new segment coming up by Stats called Sweeper Keep NBA Finals Game Three. We're not even going to preview it. We're just going to give you our prediction for the win because right now the game's going on. So we're going to give you our winners, but we're going to talk about that bully that is Draymond Green. Deshaun Watson news, all this stuff coming out. Rock calls me on the way home today. Be like, bro, we got to talk about Deshaun. 66 women. I haven't been keeping up with it. So, I mean, I think I've kept up with the Kardashians more than I have this whole Deshaun Watson stuff. He's going to give us the inside. 66 women coming out. Now the Houston Texans might be under the gun. Spurs cheeseman, Quinn Snyder talk. We're going to get into that in. We're going to preview the Mike Taylor barbecue cook-off, which I am actually a part of. Hashtag Bear County Cookers last year winning the most trophies, even though they're second places, they're the most trophies last year that we any team took. We took two of them. We're going to preview that. This is the latest segment, the latest episode of Sweep the League. Gentlemen, we have The Rock, we have stats, and we have the man that makes it go, Shamaya on the beats. Guys, are y'all, y'all feeling good about tonight for game three? I mean, it... As is right now, we don't know really who's going to win. I'm taking the Celtics because I took the Celtics from the beginning. Any of you guys jumping off your bandwagon right now? Man, I, I mean, as much as I want the Warriors to win, it's going to be a really tough game. I think Celtics might pull it out slightly just because they're at home. They're trying to get that, you know, that rebound back. Or not, yeah, from that loss. That, but that they, they've sucked loss. at home, though. Apparently they've sucked at home. Yeah, I, I just feel like the first game back, it's going to be the, all the energy. You're going to see them, you know, come out of the gate, real fight, and you're going to see the Warriors probably come back maybe in the second half. Like, they're going to inch back. But I think it's going to be a real close game, but I'm taking Celtics tonight. All right, you got the Celtics, so you're uh, you're jumping off your Warriors bandwagon for one night. Nah, dude, this is going seven, man, so... You sure you don't want to take the Celtics again? I mean, just for the win the series? Nah, dude, Warriors all the way, man. Whatever, whatever, man. Stats, put this guy in his place. Yeah, um, I mean, I got Celtics winning the series, but, you know, game three and game four are pivotal, but I think game three is going to be the most important game of the entire series because I think it's going to depict the momentum uh, going forward as these teams uh, continue to battle it out. I'm pretty sure Shemaya's taking the Warriors still, no matter what. He's ride or die with Golden State. Well, I'm going to be bruised up and probably shaking my boots, but I'm praying that Steph Curry uh, makes a commanding lead tonight because if that doesn't happen, yeah, Celtics are probably going to smash us. Mm -hmm. So real quick, game we all know game five. If it's a 2-2 series going into game five, game five is at Pivotal. But does it have the same feeling tonight for game three? Like this is a game five where whoever wins this game kind of takes, you know, a lot of control of the series. I, I think game three is the most important one out of this entire series. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah I, do, I agree, I do too. Yeah, because I think I heard a stat earlier that I think uh, statistically 83% whoever wins, you know, game three wins the finals. I don't, you know, it's just kind of outliers that come here and there, but. It's, it's going to be a real crucial game, but if the Warriors do win tonight, Boston's in big trouble because they don't have that experience. You know, I know they've been hooping. You know, you have, you know, Tatum, Brown, White, Horford, Williams, et cetera, et cetera, smart. But the Warriors are going to be looking to, you know, strike blood tonight, man. And it's going to be a back-and-forth game, real exciting game, but I feel like this game three is like a game five to me, essentially. 
Striking blood. You said they're going to strike blood. I just want to cover one quick thing on the Warriors-Celtics thing. Last game, game two, Draymond Green was like Aaron Donald on the basketball court. Knocking, you know, knocking his body around, pushing people around. The referees just swallowed the whistle. The whistle, they were shitting whistles all night because they just swallowed the whistle so much in that game. Can we expect the refs to be a little bit more... I, I hate to use the word better, but I mean, more, can they be fair this game? I mean, Draymond can't get away with the same shit he did last game, can he? No. Might be a tech. <laughs> you would think it would be a tech. I mean, you figure some of the some of the shit that we saw, it should have been a technical foul. I mean, mm-hmm. even wasn't there even a play with him and Jalen Brown that gave Jalen the technical and they didn't give Draymond a technical? That would have been Draymond's second technical of the game. He would have been ejected. So it's just swallowing the damn whistle. No, hundred percent. I feel like it's going to be more on based on the on the Celtics side. You're at home. Draymond's, you know, is probably going to get more calls essentially, but he can't get into it. I mean, Draymond was having this questionable calls. He saw that one video where people are like clowning Draymond. They're like, they need to throw Draymond out out in you know offensive line. This guy, you know, just went did three straight illegal moving screens just to get Curry a shot. They don't call anything. I mean, how is that illegal, man? You know, and he's he's a menace, man. But I mean, if he was on your team, you would like it because he's instigating. But when you're against him, you hate him, man. So, well, yeah, if he was a spur, everybody would hate him. I just don't honestly. I don't know if I respect Draymond as a player a lot when it comes to it. He's got a good basketball IQ, but as a player, the shit that he gets away with. I mean, I I, I know I'm an '80s guy because I saw you know the Bad Boys basketball. I saw all that shit go on. But that's different compared to now. I mean, I just feel like the treatment is, you know what? No, because I, that makes me, yeah, it makes me a fool for saying that because I've, I want the big boy basketball. Draymond's playing the bad boy basketball. So I guess I don't have a problem with it. That's what I'm trying to say now. I, I'm, I'm screwing myself over. That's terrible. That, that's so terrible. <laughs> well, you, you're looking like at it rest. from today's standards. Yeah. Though. That's the thing. Okay. You know? By today's standards, he's an asshole. But by 80 standards, he's a baller. He's a basketball player. He's, oh, yeah, 100%. He's Rick Mahorn. Yeah. I mean, he's he's somebody like that. So, ah, man, okay. So I, I just shot myself in the foot really bad with that one because I don't like Draymond, but I think I like him more than I do LeBron. So we'll, we'll just... We'll yeah. just end it on that, man. But yeah, the preview for the NBA Finals Game Three is a pivotal game. We all agree it's a pivotal game. Game Three feels like a Game Five. Whoever can win will definitely take advantage of of this series. It's a sweep the league podcast. Shamaya, Rocky, Stats, Rudy Campos, coming to you again. And we're gonna, you know, what? We're, we got Watson talk, but we're gonna save that for a little while. We want to get into some cheesement here. Rock, throw us the uh, Spurs cheesement, por favor, because I am getting antsy and I want to play. Sweep or keep. So give us the cheese, man. So, like, I hear about the Spurs, this, he Spurs, that, y como que esto y esta. Pero I never hear about the real Spurs cheese, man. Nina, por favor. So, Spurs fans are freaking out about the speculation because Quinn Snyder stepped down and resigned. And he basically to sum it up why he resigned. He said that he just feels like he like some new blood needs to lead the squad. So Spurs fans are speculating Wilkins Snyder becoming to San Antonio because there were reports earlier from Mark Stein that you know Quinn Snyder was possible successor. 
But now with him stepping down, people are kind of connecting the dots and thinking, well, maybe this next year's pops last year. You know, I've seen some fans say maybe, you know, the Spurs bring him in on the bench and then promote him within. But the Chiefs miss Spurs fans are freaking out about Pop's future and if Quinn Snyder is the future coach. So Quinn Snyder. Stats, what do you got? What do you feel on the Snyder? Because I I gave my take on a podcast this week about I'm going to give you the same take I gave again. But I want to hear your thoughts on Quinn Snyder and also Shamaya as well on Quinn Snyder possibly becoming the next head coach for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, definitely not against it. I think it would be a great addition to the Spurs roster uh, as far as a coaching staff goes. Uh, he's very well respected by the Jazz organization, the Jazz players. Um, even with Gobert and Mitchell having their drama, they still had one thing in common, and that was respect for their coach. And uh, the Jazz organization came out, Danny Ainge came out and said that he's the epitome of a Jazz coach. And it's hard to believe, but he was tied for third as the most tenured longest tenured head coach in the NBA uh, with Steve Kerr with eight seasons. And of course he was only behind uh, Eric Spolstra and Popovich in San Antonio. So I think that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be a really smart hire for the Spurs. And he's got the second most wins uh, by a jazz head coach in NBA history. So not only that he's former spur. Well, not even an assistant, but he was in the Spurs, uh, uh, coaching tree because he was the head coach for the Austin Toros, which I believe he was the mm-hmm. coach of the year in 2009 for the Austin Toros. So, yeah, it's a tree that uh, it's the pop tree. You got guys coming back. Quinn Snyder is tied to the Spurs. We don't really know if he's tied to the Spurs. I mean, it's just speculation right now. Uh, so, go ahead, bud. Yeah, we're we're not even sure if he's going to actually coach next season. Uh, apparently, he had been recovering from a back surgery. Um, so he may just be wanting to take some time off and he may not actually coach next season. And, but that's the speculation part because yeah. everybody is saying pop coaching one more year. Quinn is going to sit out probably one year. Mm-hmm. So everything falls into place knowing that pop might retire after this coming season. Quinn's ready to coach again. Hence the reason why all the speculation coming out. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. It's so, Shamaya, do you want Quinn Snyder to be the next head coach of San Antonio Spurs, or do you have somebody else in mind? Because I hear you're a pretty good basketball coach. Well, I mean, in my second life, maybe. But uh, <laughs> I would say Quinn Snyder is a great guy. Like, he, he he's just a guy that you you see that fits the puzzle because the way his demeanor is, he's, uh, Mark said yesterday, you know, he's very humble. He, he just the cotton person that just gets the work done. Like he's not flashy. He's just, he's like uh, a person that looks up to pop, man. Like he's just really about his players and his record shows that he's a successful coach. Only thing that I think that you won't like about Rudy Uh is uh, he used to play for Coach K. Yeah, I hate that basketball, <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't I don't like anybody that used to play for Duke at all. I mean, I have to give I have to give a shout out to Trey Jones because he's a spur, but yeah, I'm not I'm not too fond of anyone that played for Duke or coached for Duke at all. Even though I root for the Celtics right now, but because Jason Tatum is 
you know, their main guy, and I'm going for the Celtics to win. But yeah, Duke Duke University is just awful. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. Just like the uh, Deshaun Watson situation <laughs> that we're going to get into before we do. Hey, go listen to uh, I Am Refocused Radio, and also go listen and download the Baller Boys podcast. Two great, great shows, Hell all yeah. a part of the Sweep the League Network, the whole Sweep the League family. It's Sweep the League Radio, Sweep the League podcast. I am Refocused Radio and the Baller Boys podcast. Go listen to everything right, right now. Deshaun Watson, man. Oh, man. This this is a very sticky situation. So Rock calls me on the way home. And I look down at my phone. I'm like, man, this case is probably like, what, 5 o'clock. My wife's yeah. calling me. Hey, I'm going to go out. I'm getting home. This and that. And I see it's Rocky Garza. I'm like, oh, what the hell? What happened now? He's probably not going to make the show tonight. He's probably going to tell me I can't make it. He says, we need to talk about Watson, you know, the whole news. So I'm like, well, you you have to kind of give me the background on it because I haven't really been following since it kind of was swept under the rug, signed this $230 million deal with Cleveland. You know, he's a Brown now. So it's like, okay, nothing comes out of it. Boom. The atomic bomb is dropped. What atomic bomb was dropped, Rock? So the New York Times came out with an investigation that revealed Deshaun Watson met with 66 women for massages over a 17th month period, you know, that contradicts the report where he had 24 civil lawsuits. You know, he had two more cases that were filed just this week. And the biggest thing that came out was the Houston Texans actually provided the hotel for Deshaun Watson, even though they said they didn't know that he was doing what he was doing. And they, and they also said that he had some of the massage therapists signed the NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, and but some of the women that came out to the Times were saying that he was asking them to perform, you know, sexual acts, inappropriate acts. And some of them, you know, didn't want to, but he would repeatedly ask. It's a big deal because going from 24 to now 66 women over a big period and the Texans knew about it, even though they said they didn't know about it. Now, Tony Busby, the lawyer that's representing these women, is calling the Houston Texans in court. So now it's going to become even a bigger mess. And now it's likely going to put Deshaun Watson's, well, his season's probably going to be already done this year, but possibly even next year. I uh, was telling Rudy on my way home, I was listening to Tom Pelissario, who has lawyer background. And he was saying he wouldn't be surprised if Deshaun Watson doesn't play for two years. So I want to get y'all's take on the situation itself. And do y'all think he even touches the field this year or, do you see maybe a little suspension? There's a reason why the Browns haven't traded Baker Mayfield yet. And this is the reason why. Because I think their dead cap space, if they were to cut Deshaun Watson, was like $194 million. That is like the death penalty in college football. You're not going to be able to sign anybody if you cut him. So that's the reason why you keep Baker, because of all this Watson shit going on. I don't understand the whole... I, okay, so... Before, before we go any further, you know, we're probably going to piss people off. I get that. Some of us may not have the same agreement. We may not agree, whatever. I get that. But the whole Texans thing, you know, you're, you're coming after the Texans because they provided a hotel room. That's kind of like my company saying, we're going to send you to Dallas. We're, we're putting you up for a hotel room and you're going to go to conventions, whatever, do it all. Yeah, all that shit. Well, is it the company's responsibility as to what happens in that hotel room? I mean, why would they be under fire if they just provided the hotel room? 
So you got someone's got to explain that to me. Yeah, no, I understand that completely. You know, you know what what he did before. You know, before people get mad at all, is what he did was super wrong. You know, we oh, it's wrong. It's yeah, wrong. and we're not we're not going for it, but it just it's kind of a coincidence that the Texans were providing the hotel. But you're right. You know, are they responsible for his actions? You know, maybe the, you know down the line they did know about it, but they didn't want to report it. They had said the NDA, NDA was provided by the director of security for the Texans. So I mean, maybe he did see some things and kind of put a blind eye to it. It's really hard in this day of age, you know, when with women coming out and with these, you know, sexual assault uh, cases, it's real hard to deal with it. You know, most women don't get believed, you know, what's happening and it's real wrong. Plus, he's an NFL player. So it's like, how are you going to who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe an NFL player or are you going to believe a random lady? You know, most of the time it's unfortunate. You're going to believe a sports athlete that they're right. But it's kind of, it's, it's a sticky situation. And I personally think that, you know, if convicted and indicted that the Browns should suffer and have to pay for his contract relatively, or have that dead cap because they made the choice. If they didn't do their proper research, then put it on them, but also punish the Texans too. I mean, maybe something comes out that they did know about it and you got to punish them for it. Cause I also heard, you know, like maybe the Browns can just tank, but the Browns don't have any picks next year. Yeah. But you said the Browns. Okay. So the Browns I'm sure did their due diligence. That's where I'm saying. If, if it ends up coming up with all this came out after the fact, shouldn't the Browns get a reprieve? I mean, stats, what do you think on that? I mean, should the Browns get a do over because of all the new evidence or speculations or anything coming out? Oh, I mean, it, it was already kind of a messy situation even before uh, he signed that contract with the Browns. So like Rocky said, like they kind of knew what they were getting into. Of course, there's new, new things being shown in the light right now, but I mean, you know, of course it, it, it sucks for the Browns, but you know, unfortunately, you know, with the Browns history and track record of screwing things up, um, unfortunately this is in line with that. And unfortunately it looked like the team was making a turnaround for the better, but with this happening, you know, it's, it's unfortunate for all the Browns fans out there, but um, no, the Browns, the, the Browns took a shot at this. They took a chance and um, it, it's not paying off. It's not looking good for them. Does he see the field this season? Let's go around the horn. We'll start with stats. Does he see the field this season? And if he doesn't, when does he see it? Uh, he do, he definitely does not see the field this season, I believe. Do you think he comes back in two years? Uh, maybe maybe next, next season. Yeah. Okay. Rock? Hell no, he's not seeing the season. He's not seeing the field this season. I think he's going to be put on that template coming up because with this investigation coming out, Roger Goodell is probably going to just have us out and put him on the exemplist just so they can go into a more further investigation of what's really happening. But as you've seen, you know, we talked about on the way home also, the NFL is really kind of inconsistent with their punishments. And you had the whole cream hunt situation, you know, with mm-hmm. violence o- over his girlfriend and he's still in the league. I mean, you have the Zeke situation where he inappropriately messed around with a woman. He's still in the league. You've seen it consistently times. Um, I think the only person that relatively didn't come back in the league was Ray Rice. Um, Michael Vick came back after doing his time, but Roger does really consistent. I don't see him playing this season, but if some more, you know, evidence comes out that the Texans knew or gets even worse, I mean, I don't even know how it would get worse, but it's already really, really bad. I think he might not even play again at all. 
So you think this could be the death penalty where he doesn't oh. even pay play at all? Hundred percent. I mean, he's not playing the season. I mean, if you imagine the pressure from the from fans and the, and everywhere on the Browns and NFL, if he even touches the field this season, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really bad look for the league if he even smells the field. Oh, especially if more stuff comes out too. Shamaya, do you think he sees the field this year, or if he doesn't, when do you think he sees the field at all? Well, I'll say. They have to wait and see what else is going to happen. Because if this is something that's starting to appear, there's a good chance there might be some more things popping out. And yeah, I think only thing he's going to see is probably a video game. <laughs> probably. I don't even know. Almost like Madden would have to take him out of the uh, the Madden roster period at all, I would think. I mean, God, that's... There's a lot of stuff to to take in here because, I mean, you've got past players like we mentioned, Kareem Hunt. Uh, he's back, you know, he was back on the field pretty quick. Um, Michael Vick did his time. He got back playing with the Eagles. Ray Rice didn't come back in the league. I mean, you know, you've got certain situations where players aren't back in the league and certain situations where players do come back. So I don't know what the Watson thing, I mean, he didn't... <sighs> It's so weird, man, because you take the Michael Vick situation, that's animal cruelty, what he did, he got back in the league. And then you've got the Kareem Hunt thing, you had the Ray Rice thing. It's almost like, where do you rank? And it sucks because you're not supposed to rank violence. I mean, you can't rank violence. That's a stupid way to put it. But where does this go as far as, is it as bad as what Vick did? Is it as bad as what Kareem Hunt did? You know, he didn't beat a woman up it was sexual misconduct but you know he didn't beat a woman he didn't you know kill anybody he didn't do anything like that it's like right below some of these other guys but then again it's the treatment of women so this is where i if for those of y'all listening out there you can always tweet us um on on twitter you know we always list our handles on there but let us know, man, because this is a situation where, okay, so say he gets the death penalty like Rock says, then why did you have other guys come back into the league that did far worse than what he did in most people's eyes? Yeah, which which is why I believe he's eventually going to come back un- unless something really bad, really, really, really bad comes out um, that continues to follow the story, of course. Um, and don't get me wrong, what he, what he did, as we all agree, is really bad. But if more stuff comes out that just... Um, enhances just how bad it is, then yeah. I, I um, did get a text, not a text, but I got a screenshot. And I, I debated on whether sharing this, but you know what? It's it's Sweep the League podcast. We don't care. I have to see how true it is. And I'm only saying this because if, if this ended up happening, then it just got a little worse. But apparently one of the accusers came out and stated that Deshaun decided to, how do we say, milk the you know the cow all over her gotcha and that kind of came out i don't know if it's true or not but then that is a different level of just sexual misconduct because then it's like wait a minute now you're getting into the you know actual big time sexual misconduct type stuff because then that's something that deals with bodily you know harm and all that stuff so yeah. It's a, it's again, it's something like, well, okay, if that happens, then that's another reason why he's probably not going to play in this year. 
Yeah, exactly. And it kind of, to me, it feels like he's saying he's guilty because the way his, him and his agent constructed his contract and his first year with the Browns with this contract extension, he's only getting paid one mil. So I feel like they knew something was coming. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, like we'll just suspend it for the season. And the next year he's going to get paid the rest of his big contract that's guaranteed. So if you were so innocent, wouldn't you just said, Hey, it's all right. You know, you can extend it. I feel like Deshaun, there's more to what Deshaun needs to say, but in legal reasons, he can't say it. And, you know, you're going to defend yourself, defend yourself, and you're already so far deep. So why are you going to change your, you know, your tone? Okay, I was wrong, you know? And that's the unfortunate part. You know, you're with your lawyer. Your lawyer's going to be like, why am I going to, you know, say I'm guilty? You know, we've gone so far, and now you're going to say, oh, I'm guilty now. But that's just, that's just to me. But, I mean... NFL is going to have to figure out whether he's going to get his money or not. And I don't know the contract details if they have like a, if they can get out of it, the Browns essentially, if they had like some legal clause that say like, if this was brought up, then we don't have to pay you and avoids it. I would have to look into it, but I don't think he's going to play for. If we can get, if we can get verification on that, then I would love to get that because I just don't see a team Browns as bumbling as the Browns are. I mean, Let's be real. The, the Detroit Lions are probably smarter than what the Cleveland Browns front office is majority of the time. But the thing with the Browns is I can't see a team saying we're going to sign you to this massive contract and not have an escape clause. That would be the absolute first thing as a general manager, as a vice president of player operations, anything. You would think, OK, in case more shit comes out, we're going to protect ourselves. And to hear that they possibly have to pay $194 million in dead money, that is, that's ridiculous. I mean, there's got to be a guarantee somewhere. So we'll get more info on do the you, Watson. Oh, go ahead. Do you, yeah, do you think that, well, like you mentioned, the first year he's only getting paid, like, what, a mil? Yeah. Like, do you, do you think that is the, sa- the safety valve, like the backup plan? Like, okay, like they're anticipating him missing a season, and then he, they're expecting him to come back and play for the rest of his contract? I think so. I think that was the backup plan. But then again, if you get the whole exactly you're banned from football, yeah, then what do you do with the rest of that? You know, two hundred and twenty nine million. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, I'm, yeah. so I'm looking at something right now, and it's not relatively correct, but it's just a website explaining articles saying that the Browns were aware of the twenty three women, but since that more women came out, there could be a loophole where. They don't, or they can void his contract because technically they didn't know about the, you know, more women. They knew about the 23. Yeah. And now uh, that we're coming out, yeah. they can legally say, well, we didn't know about it. So why should we have to pay you? Oh, there you exactly. go. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. There's got to be an escape clause in there or some kind of loophole to where they're not having to worry about, you know, paying his contract. If more women come out and it actually comes out that, hey, all this is true. They had to protect themselves. I can't, you know, they're not the Falcons. They're not going to fumble the Super Bowl away. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they they protect themselves and all this stuff. Hey, at least the Falcons have been to the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Yeah, have the Lions? The Browns, Browns haven't. Have the Lions been to the Super Bowl? Nope. I can't remember that far back. Nope. No? And please. <laughs> or they, had, they had some super chili bowls, but no, that's not. Hey, I took the Lions to the, Mad- the Super Bowl in Madden one year. So I can, I'm, I'm, I think I can say they got with Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson, those you know, in, days. An, in an alternate universe, they are the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say hey. the Patriots. 
<laughs> Take your nuts. I like that one. They did say former Lions head coach Matt Patricia is going to be possibly taking over offensive coordinator for the Patriots. And I'm really I questioning that. why Bill would propose that, given I've seen how Matt Patricia's offense ran. But I don't know, man. I mean, would you grow your beard like Patricia? Oh, yeah, I would. I mean, you would. I wonder if we can have oh. Rock do that for the summer yeah. months. It'd be all hot and shit. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like Bill had more control anyway. So. Now. <laughs> I'm looking like a man now. Oh, my God. Sweep the League podcast, Rock, Shamaya, Stats. Like I said earlier, hey, go listen to Sweep the League podcast. Sweep the League radio coming very, very soon again. Also, Baller Boys podcast, I Am Refocused Radio, all a part of the Sweep the League family. All right, man. Saturday, we're going to be at the barbecue, the Mike Taylor cook-off. Barbecue cook-off over at the Boys and Girls Club, the Peacock Center over by Woodlawn Lake. My old stopping grounds, actually. I used to live by St. Mary's University. So get on this west side. I'm bringing you fellas to the ghetto side of town because y'all... Y'all live in the high life where y'all live. I mean, y'all y'all live in these fancy neighborhoods, and I can't afford fancy anymore. Liar. So, <laughs> um, but we're gonna be out there. Sweep the league uh, radio. I am refocus radio. Bala Boys podcast. Guys, if you want to talk to us, if you want to get interviewed, anything like that, hit us up. We'll be out there. I will be helping cooking with Bear County Cookers. It's gonna be hot, man. It's gonna be steaming hot. I. I expect no less than ball sack stuck to the leg this coming Saturday. I, I I can guarantee that. Rock, are you are you excited to have sweat dripping down all over your body? Are you taking a change a pair of shorts to change? Because you wear the short shorts already, but you can take an extra pair just in case. No, nah, man, I'll be all right. I mean, shorts wise, you know, like I'm not worried about you know sweating there because I mean I, I don't really you know. I'm like, oh, I'm checking all the time. It's just shirt-wise. I'm just trying to debate what shirt I wear. You know, I know it's hot, but I like wearing black shirts like I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing oh, a little, boy. Ch- little accepted. Jesus. Considering, considering but, they all sweep the league shirts are black, and I'm sure you guys are going to have a sweep the league uh, shirt. Oh, so. yeah. I might have to carry that around, but I'm yeah. wearing, I'll, probably, I'll probably be wearing a polo, like maybe like a white polo just. Yeah, but I, I just it. know my back's going to be sweating bad, man. Oh my God! You might have to bring an extra pair of them shorty shorts, Rock, because they're going to be so soggy they might disintegrate. Nah, man, I'll be under. I'll be under the canopy. With you. <laughs> hey, yeah. so speaking of interviews, I, I want you, Rock. I want you, and you know, if Shamaya and Mark are there, you know, get some interviews. We got some celebrities there. Derek's going to be there. He's going to be one of the judges. Good friend of the show, Chelsea Torres, will be there. We're going to have a, a lot of people there. A lot of celebrities there. Grab interviews. Now, what would it take to get you? Obviously, you're going to wear, you know, your two inch shorts and have your ass hanging out, cheeks in the back. But are you going to wear a folded up sock in the middle to impress some of these lady judges? (laughs) No, man, I'm not not that, you know, I'm just going to have a good time, man. I mean, they'll be already impressed with my tattoos, you know. Given, well, yeah, you got the leg tattoo, the thigh yeah, tattoo is what it yeah, is. Yeah, given given you know, um, technically media, um, it's kind of it's kind of strange, you know, meeting other media members like when I'm wearing shorts because like you know it's like a professional <laughs> setting. But there's no way in hell I'm gonna wear pants like to look more professional. But no, uh, I don't know. nah, but 
I'm just going to have a good time. I, I was kind of upset I didn't go last year. I think something came up. I forgot why, but like I was telling Rudy, man, I'm super excited. You know, I met Mike Taylor and, and uh, Biggest Puma once, and they were super mm-hmm. nice to me. I'm excited to see them again and just see everyone. I know I think Henry Ramos is going from Ken's Five, RJ McKees from KSAT, um, Candace yeah. Garcia. I never met her. I want to meet her. But, yeah, like, there'd be a lot of good people. It's for a good cause. I'm excited. I'm, I think the biggest thing, I'm excited to eat barbecue, man. Sample it. Oh, my God, dude. I'm so excited. Oh, well, we wow. have the – Bear County has the best barbecue period. Bear County cookers. And I'm not saying that because that's the team that I'm representing, but you know what? Screw it. Yeah. Fuck it. I am saying that we are, we have the best. I mean, we're, we're guaranteed we're going to win everything. And if we don't win, it's because you have to allow everybody else to win participation trophies. You can't give everything (laughs) to us. I mean, even Ric Flair has to give up the belt every now and then. So we understand that we can't win it all, but Stats, Shamaya, you guys ready for Saturday? I mean, what it is is I'm I'm trying to hire some some help to take big fans and just fan all you guys while you're walking around. Nobody's taking the bait yet, but I'm trying. That's gonna be interesting. <laughs> That's gonna be very interesting. I don't know about Mark, but uh, if if I get that, can I get someone for me grapes? Yeah, you can have the grapes too. I I I have the thorn brew. I mean, I've got the rose bush. I can get you a crown made and everything, man. It's going to be Rudy just following you around with like a yeah. grapes, and More he's going to be dressed right. up in a toga and everything. I mean, can, we, can, can we run out? Uh, can we run out a golf caddy uh, with sneak <laughs> thing in the back? And this, you know, we'll just be driving it around just so we don't have to walk around. Just I can just, ask. I don't know if we if we have a golf cart. Yeah, I can ask. All that's missing is the jackass theme playing in the background. Oh, no, no, no. The only thing that's missing is the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, last year, they did a Paletta thing. They had a Paletta guy. Taylor was driving the Paletta cart out there. So I don't know. We can see what's going to happen this year. The only guarantee is that, like I said, if we don't sweep every category, then it's definitely rigged. They have to allow people to win. So I get that. We're going to have a lot of fun this Saturday. Mike Taylor barbecue cook-off over at the Peacock Center. Tickets are available. Contact the Salvation Army. San Antonio, get your tickets now. I believe they're $12 for the plates, $25 for VIPs. If you get a $25 VIP ticket, you can come in. You can enjoy barbecue from everybody. You get to sample everybody's barbecue. Like I said, Bear County Cookers, our motto is our meat, your lips, yum. That is the perfect motto. I'm putting that on the T-shirt, probably ASAP. This Saturday... Peacock Center, Boys and Girls Club, Mike Taylor, Barbecue Cook-Off. All right, man, it's time. We're at the very last segment. Stats said, I've got a little game to play. So, Stats, this is your thing. Sweep or keep, give us what you got. This is your whole thing. You're the host of the game show. You have myself. You have The Rock. You have Shamaya. Let's go, man. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. No, 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 no. Welcome, welcome everyone to Sweep or Keep. Now, what does this mean? What does this mean? Sweep the league, sweep or keep. Sweep means this headline is rubbish. You don't like it. You disagree with it. Keep means you like this headline. You're going to roll with it. So very simple. It's going to be kind of rapid fire and just very random headlines here. Uh, Mostly found them on Twitter, so it should be a lot of fun. So... All right, let's go. Our first one comes from our friend in Charlotte, Miles Bridges. He has a comment on his upcoming song, Don't Be So Nice. Yes, Miles Bridges is rapping now. All right, here's his quote. Now, you're either going to keep or you're going to sweep this. Miles Bridges says, 
I'm like a pizza. She can't have my cheese unless she gets a topping. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Rocky, Rudy, Shemaya. Sweep that mother. Sweep that mother. Sweep. I'll repeat it. I'll repeat it. I'm like a pizza. She can't have my cheese unless she gets a topping. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, That's the most fire verse ever. <laughs> that is, and Shemaya said he's sweeping that. So I can guarantee we won't hear that lyric on any one of Shemaya's beats that's going to be dropping. I, you know what? I agree with Miles. I'm, I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep that so hardcore because I kind of agree. I mean, it's like they said when, when she's giving you that, you know, that bath plunger, twirl tubing, whatever that they say, you know, and you got that look. That's definitely a keeper for me. <laughs> Rocky, I, I can tell you love this. This is my favorite thing, dude. <laughs> I need a, it's got to be a shirt. It is. It's it got to really be a shirt. I need that, man. That's, that's a bad, You made my day with that headline. <laughs> oh, my God. What's, what have we got number two, man? Rocky's keeping it. So Miles Bridges has a promising uh, future in music. All right, number two. Russell Westbrook claims he's still worthy of a max contract. He says, <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> Russell Westbrook yeah. says, in quotes, the stats and the triple double speak for themselves. I still got it. Sweep or keep? I'm sweeping, Sweet. the, I'm sweeping the MF, man. Hell no. Man, yeah. that, that was more cheesier than the other sweep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're talking Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he averaged a triple double for the entire year. On a bad team. I mean, stats are stats and nothing wrong with stats because we have the best stats working with us. But when it comes to NBA stats, yeah, that's rubbish, dude. Sweep that dude out of here. All right. So universal sweep. Absolutely. Shemai, we got to get a keep at some point, but we'll find out here. (laughs) Sweep or keep. All right. Number three, Kendrick Perkins is interested in becoming a head coach next season. Sweep or keep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man oh man uh just for you uh stats i always fully think that i can believe that happening in the near time future but hell no sweet <laughs> yeah um that is uh i'm gonna sweep that because seeing how kendrick perkins is an analyst Makes me think it's going to go 0 and 82 as a coach in the NBA. So sweep that. I, I don't, that, that's probably the most total bullshit thing I'm going to hear today. And I thought Russ's was bad. Yeah, I'm Fuck. sleeping that man. I mean, I mean, I'll slightly keep it, but not for NBA level. Maybe you can go coach AAU team. Comedic. Yeah. It'd be comedic yeah. reasons to keep that. Yeah. For Maybe he'll be a good coach at AAU, AAU level. No, no, no. Hold on. He, he, he can do good for the Knicks. Sorry. <laughs> wow. You, you know what? Here, here's what could happen. The Lakers, they start out mediocre. They're going to fire Darvin Ham. And they're going to hire Kendrick Perkins. Wow. <laughs> for the remainder of the season. Please oh, Stephen A. Smith will have a field day with that. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. All right, right, carry the hell on as Perkins says. Here's here's our last one here, guys. All right. This one's from our good old friend in Miami, Pat Riley. Pat Riley, when asked about potential retirement, so you know this is going to be good. Quotes, I'm 77 years old, and right now I can do more push-ups than you. That is Pat Riley. Keep. Yeah, we got to (laughs) keep. Hell yeah, keep it, man. Pat Riley can do more push-ups than me. I'm only 42. I'll keep that, even though, though, you know, I'm young and stuff, but I feel like Pat Riley is a badass, man. 
He is. You have he's to. Really is yeah, I feel like I feel like he's an OG, so you know he'll I'll, he'll you know he'll he'll punk me. Yeah. All right. So I I don't I don't know if this pertains to sweep or keep, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna get this here. Would you sweep the idea or keep the idea that Pat Riley would has gotten and will get more of a JJ than Rock ever will in his lifetime? Thousand percent. Thousand percent. You're gonna keep that that Pat Riley will outdo you in the JJ department. Thousand percent, man. Pat Riley has money, man. Money, money. Talking. Screw the money, dude. Pat, he had the slick hair. I mean, Pat he Riley was like, has confidence, man. He has I mean, confidence. Just imagine how much Pat Riley was a dog back then. You know, in his old, younger days, Pat Riley had to be a dog, man. He's he's just so OG slick. He's just that you know has that game. You can tell. Maybe you think a, he's a you think he's at Will Chamberlain numbers. Oh nah, dude. Will Chamberlain was an ultimate dog, man. Hey, you know. Can you okay? So can you guys even think before we go? Can you guys even think about Will Chamberlain a thousand women? That's I don't even know if I know a thousand women in my lifetime. Like period. Maybe on MySpace. <laughs> MySpace, yeah. I had I had the top eight on MySpace <laughs> for a while there. Jesus. All right. Nice. So I, I'm loving the sweeper keep. I can't wait till next week now to get more sweep or keep. And guys, we we we're done, man. I mean, this was the next episode of uh, Sweep the League. Thank you, Rock Stats Shamaya. We're gonna be at Taylor's Barbecue this Saturday. Come visit us. Twelve dollars gets you a barbecue plate. You can drive by, pick up your plate. $25 gets you through the door. You can sample everybody's meat and not in a dirty way, but you can sample all of our meats, period, for $25. This Saturday, I believe it's from 10 to 4. So come on out, enjoy the barbecue. It's all for a good cause, helping the kids of San Antonio, Texas. So for Shamaya, for Rock, for Stats, for the Compost Unit, this has been Sweep the League. Until we sweep the league, we'll see again next time. We'll see y'all later. Adios. Later. 